Welcome, everyone. I invite you into a time of a responsive reading together. I'll first read, and then you will join me or join Janelle in reading the words with this litany. We set our intention to offer hope, help, and resilience for all of us, aching with the uncertainty of our shared vulnerability, and especially for the most susceptible among us. You are not alone. We're in this together. We'll do everything we can to help. For retired folk who are already struggling to get by, but are now watching their shaky financial futures threatened with every hit the stock market takes. You are not alone. We're in this together. We'll do everything we can to help. For the self-isolated workers staying at home, fixed to their computers to keep up with workloads, feeling alone. You are not in this alone. We're in this together. We'll do everything we can to help. For the small business owners who are forced to close their doors out of service to our collective health, but who will struggle to stay in business once this is all passed. You are not alone. We're in this together. We'll do everything we can to help. For single parents who are already undersupported and overworked. You are not alone. We are in this together. We'll do everything we can to help. For the 20 plus million children in the United States who need public school meal assistance just to get one or two hot meals a day, and for their parents suffering the pain of seeing their kids go hungry. You are not alone. We're in this together. We'll do everything we can to help. For the activists, charities, and nonprofit organizations fighting to build a better world, one donation at a time, while watching their funds run dry. You are not alone. We're in this together. We'll do everything we can to help. For the elderly in assisted living communities, lonely, wondering if they will ever see their families again. You are not alone. We're in this together. We'll do everything we can to help. For the authors, artists, musicians, speakers, and everyone else in the gig industry whose livelihood is dependent on events that have been canceled. You are not in this alone. We're in this together. We'll do everything we can to help. For those with health risks, older folk, immunosuppressed or immunocompromised people who fear running down to the market to buy the basics so they can get by. You are not alone. We're in this together. We will do everything we can to help. For the undocumented who have been illegalized by an unjust and unwelcoming system and who now feel fear applying for assistance at the risk of deportation. You are not alone. We're in this together. We'll do everything we can to help. For those who are incarcerated and concerned for their own health in the isolated places they live, or worried that they may lose loved ones who they will never see again. You are not alone. We're in this together. We'll do everything we can to help. For the hospice workers who wrestle with the risks of showing up or not showing up to care for their patients, and for the healthcare professionals who put themselves at risk 
to care for the suffering bodies of our collective humanity. You are not in this alone. We're in this together. We'll do everything we can to help. For the chefs, bartenders, delivery folk, dishwashers, hosts and hostesses, line cooks, servers, and all the hospitality industry who have prepared and provided meals for those of us who have lost jobs and for those who have lost jobs. You are not alone. We're in this together. We'll do everything we can to help. For the parents whose employers won't make concessions, although your children are now able, your children are not able to attend schools now. You are not alone. We're in this together. We'll do everything we can to help. For each of us who will lose a loved one, a friend, a family member, or a partner to this virus, and will be forced to grieve alone. You are not alone. We're in this together. We'll do everything we can to help. Blessed be. Amen. Let us pause for a time of reflection. Take a deep breath in and out for yourself. Come into that space where you find your inner core. Take a deep breath in and out for those in your family or close friends holding them in your mind, sending them love and thoughts of care. Take a deep breath in and out for our church community, all of those in this virtual space, and all of us who can't join us here, but whose spirits are with us. Take a deep breath in and out for our world with the uncertainty and threats this new crisis is bringing. Take a deep breath in and out for our planet, for this whole entwined web of life we are a part of. And then take another deep breath in and out for yourself. Come back to this place with your community that is holding you close. I put my hand in your hand so we can do together what I cannot do alone.
I put my hand in your hand so we can do together what I cannot do alone. That is an incredibly powerful statement, I find. It's the way that here at Northlake, we end all the board meetings and the worship team meetings. We stand up together, get in a circle, and hold our hands out to each other. And we say that together. I have never heard that expression used at any other congregation I've been part of. And I think it is very significant of the community that we are with here together in Northlake. To me, it means two things. The first thing is that it's a reminder. It reminds me that we are here together, that this is not up to me to bring this community together, to build the community. It's not up to you as an individual to make committee meetings work. It's not up, up to any of the individuals here alone. It's we as a community who make this community. And putting our hands together is a reminder that we should not be doing this alone, that what we're doing is we're doing this together. And the second thing is, not only is it a reminder, it's a promise. The person next to me, standing next to me, makes eye contact with me. They reach out their hand and they say to me, I am physically here doing this work with you. I promise that I will not leave you alone, that together we're going to do that work together. That's what it means to be community. And that's part of the mission of the Northlake community that we have in our mission statement that we are building a diverse, nurturing community together. And that means that I'm not doing that alone and you're not doing that alone. We're doing that together and it's a promise that we're committed to doing this in perpetuity together. So what have we done as a Northlake community together? You know, once a year we get together because this is our annual pledge drive. And this is the sermon where I'm supposed to inspire each of you to think about what it is that this community has done together. And we've done many things. For instance, people always talk about the tiny house as a matter of pride, something that we've done together two, years, two times now. We've built a tiny house, which is an incredible accomplishment. Another incredible accomplishment is that in our Share the Plate collection that we do each week, we have raised over $150,000 for community organizations that need help. Other things that we've done together, I cannot tell you how dumbfounded I am that for almost eight years, we have done a monthly vigil down at the detention center in Tacoma, traveling down there, um, not now, but we have been doing that almost consistently every month for over eight years now. What else have we done? I don't know how many of you are aware of our holistic sexuality education program that we offer every other year. It's a multi-level program teaching people of all different ages. And the reason that this program is so important is it spreads our values out into the wider community. So that gets into the most important thing about what we do together as community. It's not what we do necessarily, although those are matters of pride and things that we can get 
very enthusiastic about. To me, the key of this community is who we are together. It's what we offer to each other. So our OWL's curriculum, that stands for Our Whole Lives, which is our sexuality curriculum. What that does is it spreads our values into the world. It lets people know, often children, young adults know, that they are valued and they have worth despite the complexity of their identities that they bring. Who we are together is where we, we offer a place where our souls can come find rest with each other. Families can come here and be at ease about the complexities of who makes up their family, whether they have um, a vast array of children in their family, if they have different ways of relating with each other, those are all embraced. We are a place that believes in extending loving kindness into the world. We welcome people to come here and be their whole selves, to share their selves, to explore their selves, and bring their complex identities with all the troubles and joys that that brings with them. This community reminds us to be our best selves. It's a place where we come back together so we can remember what it is that we value. You know, we are countercultural. We are not the same as the rest of the world that so often spends time figuring out who we exclude, who doesn't belong, who doesn't have enough of the right kinds of things, who doesn't speak the right way, who doesn't look the right way, who doesn't act the right way. And instead, our work is to find out what can bring us together, not what can separate us, but what joins us into community. So that's what this community offers to the world, is a place where we can come and find some rest for our souls and be reminded to be our best selves. So we call this time of year our time of stewardship. So what does it mean to actually be a steward? Well, the traditional kind of words that we use when we talk about being a steward is a steward is someone who takes care of a forest area, for instance, making sure that the forest stays healthy and it's growing so that it extends in perpetuity. So in the future, other people will have a forest and that we're protecting. We're protecting that forest and making sure that others can be there and that we can enjoy that space as well. That's what we are as stewards of the North Lake Church. We are the ones who are responsible to, re to assure that the health of this community, to make sure that we take care of this community and that this community stays vibrant and healthy for a long time so that the world can understand the values that we're bringing to the world. We come here because we need something. We come here because we need community. We need others like us who can remind us of what we're doing. And we also come here because we can give something to the community, which is a vital part of being community. It's not just what we get from community, it's what we offer to community so that we can enmesh together and together we can create something that is bigger than the separate pieces that each of us bring.
So what do we bring? I mean, what do we offer to community? The first thing that we offer is time. I cannot tell you how valuable it is to see each of you here on Sunday morning. That is a gift that you bring. When you show up, just seeing your face, the gift of time, it just warms my heart and it warms the hearts so many of so many of us. And it's not just time in community together like Sunday mornings, although that would be enough. So many give so many more hours. And we know that in today's world, where there's so many things pulling us in so many directions, time can be the most important thing that each of us can offer. But we have more than time. We also have talents that we can offer. I can't tell you how much people bring to this community to make it vibrant. If you look at the quilt behind me, it's people who have that sense of beauty, that sense of balance that they can bring, and they create a space that's beautiful. It's the, the people who know how to repair, who can patch the hole in the wall so that the quilt can hang on there and look beautiful without different colored paints back there. It's the people who have the talent of gardening, who weed and make the, play, the, the building beautiful on the outside. And what about the voices? It's the people who have the talent of singing, who come together and weave their voices together in ways that we can't imagine. The people who are caring, the people who reach out when they know that someone is hurting, they offer that talent, that gift of knowing that someone else is loved, that they're thought of. And it's the gift of welcoming those extroverts, those few extroverts in our congregation <laughs> who just welcome others in and embrace them and make us feel like we're included and vital and part of the whole community. And things like balancing a checkbook, the people who can read the manuals on how to deposit checks and how to create a budget, the financial expertise. There is a world of talent out there that people offer. Sometimes it's not needed very often and sometimes it's so heavily relied on. It's the time and the talents that we bring and it's the money we bring. So we often don't like to talk about money, but the thing that we need to remember about money is that in our, our culture has a message about money that is that, that is that utilitarian message that we need to preserve our money so that we can survive. We use our money to pay rent. We pay, use it to buy food. We use it to pay our utility bills. We save it for our child's education. It creates this sense of scarcity and fear and of just this um, need to be very practical. But I'll tell you, that's not what I like to do with my money. If I want to have a real joy with the money that I get, it's when I find ways to use that to support the things that really speak to my spirit. It's that to find money, um, to make money, reflect my values in the world. There's a great book, it's called um, The Soul of Money. Um, and the author, her name is Lynn Twist. She writes this. There's immense healing power of even the smallest amount of money when we use it to express our humanity, our highest ideals and our most soulful commitments and values. We can write our relationship with money. 
realign it to transform the world around us and create conditions for unparalleled sustainable prosperity and well-being. She talks about reclaiming money, not from a consumerist society, but using money as the way that we express our values. I know that every year Clark and I sit down as we look at our finances and we do a spreadsheet on how we're going to use our money. We always pick organizations where we're supporting um, things like people who need education or people who need food. But more than half the money that we uh, give, we use for organizations that are ones that support our spirit, that support who we are and support our values in the world. So almost half the money we give goes to UU faith tradition organizations. And why is that? It's because I need a UU faith. And I was wondering this morning, just before the service, like, why do I need a UU faith? Why is this important to me? So I jotted down a few thoughts that I thought I would share with you to see if this resonates with you. I need a place that reminds me how to bring others into community, that reminds me of the value of each of us, that calls me back week after week to affirm that I can love others wholly and I can be loved. I need this community that calls me to be my best self, that calls me back into relationship, that calls me to be honest, direct, and loving in all my habits. I need this community that creates a way to honor my spirit, that teaches me to expand my understanding and my way of experiencing the world as a spiritual being. I need this place that makes me whole and that assures me we all here need to be whole. I need a place that assures me that we will do this journey together. Community Hymn was written by David Duvall, especially for this time, to remind us all of our connection to each other.
time together is finished, but our work is not yet done. May our spirits be renewed and our purpose resolved as we meet the challenges of the week to come. Our chalice flame is extinguished until once again ignited by the strength of our communion. Go now in peace.